T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated in late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. Well, what a difference a day makes. It's Hancock and Kelly on this Monday evening in downtown St. Louis. It was just 24 Short hours ago, Very John. Short. Very short hours ago. That I was sitting with you, what, in the third period of our St. Louis Blues game. It was tied one to one. Two to two. Two to two, that's right. Two to two. <laughs> uh, it was really fun there at the end, it wasn't was, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we lost in overtime. We did on a, on a penalty shot. Right. Which, you know, you feel like you're cheated at that point. You get a penalty shot in overtime, you know. They were a minute and whatever away from having the, you know, the back to back penalty shot thing that they do at the end. Um, Blues played well. They had a goaltender who hadn't been in the NHL since 2018. Wow. John Gillies, he played very well last night. and uh, But mostly, it was fun hanging out with you. Yeah, we had great seats. You were kind enough to invite me to uh, be your guest at the game, and uh, I was grateful to you. And that was my first time to a hockey game since COVID. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, you know, everybody, I, I was wondering what it was going to be like having to show your vax card and stuff. It really wasn't that big of a Piece pain. Of cake. You got your vaccine card. No, no, all the tickets now are on the. Stupid. Yeah, now that was weird. I, when, you, when you go to pay for stuff there, you can't pay with cash. You've got to use a credit card. Really? Yeah. At, huh. um, at, at, at Enterprise Center. And then, of course, there's no such thing as tickets anymore. Right. It's all digital. Yeah. Uh, well, how's that work, though, when, say, the Blues go to the playoffs? Yeah. And uh, we go on that Stanley Cup run. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people like to keep their ticket stubs. As a, as a commem- uh, commemorative memento. Yeah, as a commemorative memento of the uh, of the game that you attended. Yes. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess you don't uh, have Yeah, I guess that. Those, days are, those days are over. So the game was over. It was a fine game. We had a great time. Um, got a lot of good food there at the at the Enterprise Center. Yeah, they had that. It was a nice Little buffet they had set up. Then we went back. Ate some good food. Went back to Michael Kelly's office. Oh, here we go. Shot a little pool. Yeah. How'd you do? I did pretty well last night. Yeah, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one way to do it. What time do you think we were there till? Oh, it wasn't as late as you think. Because the game was over at uh, nine. Nine ish. Nine ish. And so we got back to your place. We played, what, three games of rotation? Uh-huh. Up to 50 Explain points. what rotation is. Oh, gee, hit the balls in. And then... Uh, well, actually, there's 15 balls in pool, yeah. plus the cue ball. That's right. 
And what happens is you break them, and you have to hit either the one or the 15 in. High ball or the low ball? The high and the low ball. Those are the only balls you can shoot at. There you go. That's considered to be the object ball. That is. And then you just play from there, and the first one to 50 wins. Yep. And uh, I don't think I ever touched 50. You did not. Uh, yeah. So I'm guessing I probably got home a little after midnight. Last midnight? Night. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't bad. No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. It was a lovely night. You heard about the in the news there about the car break-ins over the— Yes. Uh, uh, outside the— You know, last night seemed pretty calm to me in downtown St. Louis. There was lots of people down at the hockey game. Well, we parked at your place, so we had to walk, what, five blocks? Five blocks, oh, yeah. man. You you don't like walking, do you? Well, walking is fine, but five blocks, and then you're you know. You're, Would you have preferred to pay twenty dollars to be a couple of blocks closer? No, not a couple of blocks closer. Yeah. In the old days, my buddy he could park right on the side of the building. Oh really? Uh, when what what was it? The original name of the place? Uh, uh, was Schaefer or Scott Scott, Scott Trade, Trades? Yeah. yeah. I think before even that, but anyway, um, yeah. Really? Yes, he and did. And what, he had nice parking right there on the side of the right building? Right on the side of the building. Well, I thought I did pretty nice. I had you a little secure parking space. You did. Space. That was nice. That was lovely. We walked about five blocks to the hockey game. We did. Didn't have any trouble. Enjoyed the game. Uh, lots of people recognized us. Lots of people uh, especially liked you. Well. Met some young man that sat next to us whose name was Patrick. Patrick. You remember Patrick? Yes, I do. Patrick goes to school somewhere in Ladue. The kid could talk. Oh, he was a talker. He wanted to talk about uh, abortion policy with you and I. <laughs> yeah, I said, uh, I said, you know, Patrick, I try not to talk about abortions here at the uh, hockey game. <laughs> the lady in front of us just belly well, laughed when yeah, he said that. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun. It's fun just hanging out, you know? Yeah, so I had a little brush with my past last night when I was sitting there with you because you pointed out to me that one of the players on the team is a kid named Logan. Logan Brown. Logan Brown, who's from St. Louis. He is. And Logan Brown, uh, I guess we just recently acquired him. Is that right? Acquired him before the season, but just called him up. Uh, I think he's played five games, something like that now. And uh, he's a winger. He's tall. He's very skilled. He's headed off to a great start. It's going to be hard. I don't know whether we're going to find places for all these people when uh, all of our injured players come. Yeah, back. we got half the team off on COVID yeah. protocols and or injuries. injuries yeah. yeah, but so um, Logan Brown, Logan yes. Brown, whose dad was Jeff Brown, the which defenseman. In, when I was coming to and really understanding hockey, which would have been during the Sutter days, right? Uh, the Sutter brothers were on the ice, the uh, the, yeah. and the Sutter was the coach, and then of course right. we had Hall and Oates and. Uh, and Jeff Brown. Janie was, and Shanny. And yeah. Jeff Brown was the, and he was a defenseman. A phenomenal defenseman. I think he scored 25 goals one year for the Blues, which is, you don't see that out of defensemen very often. No. And um, and he was good with the puck on defense. And he really, he was the, before Chris Pronger got here, he was the unquestioned top defenseman in, in St. Louis and uh, just a great guy by all accounts. Um, his kids grew up here. Um, I think he still lives here. Yeah, uh, does Jeff Brown, and uh, and Logan certainly cut his teeth playing club hockey in St. Louis. Which, by the way, uh-huh. the hockey scene in St. Louis is unbelievable. Really, you look around the NHL today. You got well, you got both of the Kachuk kids are playing right. in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the the kid Kemper that's in the NHL. Ben Bishop, the goalie, right, uh, St. Louis kid, and all these kids have come up through youth hockey here. And it's, you know, for an American city, it's really produced some very fine, high-quality hockey players. Ben Bishop was the— Patty uh, Maroon from here, of course. —was the author of the greatest single hockey performance I have ever seen live when that— Game 7. Uh, game 7. 
Second and, round. I mean, that guy, he lost that game. They lost that game. But, in double uh, overtime. I think he stopped something like 65, it, it 70 was crazy. shots. It was, it was crazy. Insane. He literally stood on his head making those saves. And um, and we finally got to him there to, to win that game. That was thrilling. When we won that game, and we still had two rounds to go, but when we won that game, and you were there. I was. Uh, I, I said, I, I really felt like we were going to go all the way. That's a team yeah. of destiny. You win games like that, I mean, you're just destined at that point. That was a marvelous building, man, on all the updates they've done over at uh, the Enterprise Center. Uh, and it also makes you remember the old barn, dude. Did, you, did, you oh, ever, did your dad take you to the oh, barns yeah. for hockey games? Oh, a Mine bunch, too. a bunch. And there was you always have a, a pole right the, next to you. Yeah, and there's always a fight in the parking lot. Oh, the there was there was uh, fights in um, uh, the stands, particularly right. at the, the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks were yeah. in town. I mean, it was it was nutty. It was a raucous atmosphere. I uh, I enjoyed going to the arena, you know, uh, and seeing some hockey there. Uh, but now you go and it's all high tech, and they have a scoreboard the size of a football field up there. And it was lovely. It was wonderful. It really was, buddy. We've got a whole two hours with these. Yeah, good you know people. what? I just hit me today. Tell me. I I can't believe it. Okay. Christmas is in twelve days. Really? Yeah. I have yet to do a single purchase. Now I only have to purchase one thing. Yeah. That would be for my mom. Uh huh. And I've yet to make it out to the mall. Huh. What about you? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, is there such thing as a mall anymore? Yeah, there are malls. Yeah, are there uh, stores? I'm in doing them? I'm I'm going I'm, I'm going bigger going home this year. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Really? Yeah. Jared, huh? Uh, not that big. Uh, we'll be back, though, right <laughs> after this on KOX. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now. Back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. You know you've arrived when they have a promo for your show on Friday when you're rejoining your show on Monday. Yeah, it's because we don't make anything. Yeah, you think Charlie Brennan gets that kind of treatment oh, around Charlie here? Charlie Brennan gets whatever he wants, buddy. I don't know that he gets yeah. that kind of treatment. Oh, yeah. I don't think he gets a promo, promoing oh, his show before he comes on. The Yazoo. He's got all kinds of promos. Well, he's too busy telling you about uh, uh, steak sandwiches on baby bread with uh, garlic cheese bread. You mm. know what I'm talking about? Yes. Every time he describes the food over at Biggie's, yeah, I think, man, I got to go over to Biggie's. No kidding. He's, yeah, Charlie's the best. Now Biggie's is over there by uh, what, what was the name of the football player we used to have? Hart. Uh, Jim Hart. Jim Hart had a bar over Deer in that Dorf area. Deerdorf and Hart. Yeah, Steakhouse. So tonight there is a uniquely St. Louis thing happening in our world. Yeah, you got the uh, St. Louis Cardinals football team playing the St. Louis Rams football team, both 
football teams and it left our city for elsewhere. Now, I of the two, I prefer the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, in fact, we screwed up. The city of St. Louis screwed up on that deal. Uh, oh, we, I'm we sure you were opposed to public we funding for well, any state. We couldn't get our act together then. between the city and the county, and, and it was um, oh, that what's changed? Yeah, huh? right, right. And and so Bill Bidwell, who didn't want to leave, right, uh, took the team to to Phoenix. Of course, the Rams situation utterly different. Well, and he took it to Phoenix with the promise that he was going to get a new stadium, but he didn't get a new stadium for 20 years it until after he went. Wasn't while. he playing at the college stadium yeah, out there? Yeah, when they when they first moved. Yeah. They got a stadium out of out of the deal. And of course, uh, Stan got him a stadium there in Los Angeles. Uh, I just hope the Cardinals win tonight. I hope they smash him. I, I do really too. Do. I, I kind of wish that uh, it'd be awesome if we still had the St. Louis baseball Cardinals and the St. Louis football Cardinals. No, well, we did for most still of my, in St. Louis. My, uh, yeah, did you ever go to the games down oh, yeah. there? I oh. did too. Yeah, the football games were great, man. I remember being so frigid and cold down there. I, yeah, well, we went to a game on, I want to say it was Thanksgiving, uh, against the Buffalo Bills, and O.J. Simpson ran for like 203 yards or something. Right. And, uh, of course, we lost. It was they were good for a very small window in the in the Don Coriel years from about 73 to 76. Um, and then, yeah, not so much. They had some decent years with Neil Lomax at quarterback. My entire memory of O.J. Simpson is relegated to uh, originally TV commercials. Remember him running through the airport, oh, yeah, hurtling chairs? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then later uh, in the Naked Gun movie. The Naked movies. Gun movie, which may be. The finest movie franchise in the history of the motion picture. Industry. Now, John, you usually are making the argument for this the J- show Jingle, Jingle all, all the Way. Jingle All the Way is the greatest movie, uh, but it, it doesn't have sequels and stuff. The Naked Gun movies with Leslie Nielsen, phenomenal motion picture, you know, epic motion picture. Uh, you, you know, people think you're kidding about Jingle All the Way, but movie. I'm with you in a ton of places where you talk about Jingle All the Way. Yeah. This is not shtick. No, no. He really thinks this is one of the best movies ever. It's a great movie. Um, it's hilarious. I, I'm going to try to see. Well, I bet at Christmas time they charge you to to watch it. You can you can swing it, buddy. Um, I two, think two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. I think I'm going to have to yeah. rent this and finally watch this yeah, movie yeah. so that I can properly oh. uh, annihilate and, you. And who's great in the movie is Sinbad. Just phenomenal. Yeah, he's the antagonist, and uh, yeah, what, what happened to Sinbad? He's not out there anymore. He he did a comedy show at Lindenwood College a few years. Did ago. Did you go see him? I did not. Why I wanted, not? Well, I just it didn't work out. But I mean, here he was doing a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. I mean, does it get any bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger Rita than Wilson the nineties? Was in that movie. Who Tom Hanks' his wife? Phil Hartman was in that movie. Boy, Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah. poor guy. Yeah, he he yeah he got killed by his wife. Right? Yeah, he did. He but did. she was obviously she she wasn't well, right? She didn't like him. Yeah. 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 I think she may have been a little cuckoo. Could have been. Well, yeah. and what, usually when you kill another human being, you're not in the right uh, thinking kind of place. Well said, Kelly. I thought we were going to talk about Christmas. Well, I, uh, we are going to talk about Christmas because um, you, you and I, uh, well, you have an affinity for Christmas. I love it's Christmas. one of your favorite time of the year. Love Christmas. It's fine. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of ho-ho love and the high pipe. Joy and the... Yeah, I'm for the love and the joy and the family part. I really like the fact that when you get to Christmas, the world slows down for a, a couple of weeks. It does. Uh, but I finally broke down. Well, I didn't break down, to tell you the truth. My mother thought it was absurd that I had no Christmas decorations, so she bought me a little Charlie Brown Christmas <laughs> tree. And this thing stands about, I don't know, 14, 15 inches tall. 
and I pull it out at Christmas time. Did you decorate it? uh, No, you don't decorate it. You just put it there. It's got one ornament on it. And you just, I took a picture of it for you tonight. I'll show it to you. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, but I I put a Christmas tree up this year. Yeah, and we, first year ever, we haven't put a Christmas tree up. And I'm feeling really guilty about it. Now, the outside's decorated. You saw the outside. Well, the outside's beautiful. And, um... But we haven't put a Christmas tree up. But aren't you going to feel relieved, like, oh, when not it's lugging December it down and 31st? Yes, 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 yes. December 31st, no, that, that you're not going to have to take it down. That, and I I can assure you I've thought about that a few times. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. did you do you guys put tinsel on your no, no, trees? No, 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 no. So we used to put tinsel when we were little kids on our tree. It and it everywhere. was like, yeah, it was like a shiny silver. It was yeah, almost no. like glitter. Right. And it gets throughout the house. It's and on you, your clothes. You then the dog's rubbing on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then the yeah. dog's rubbing on you. Yeah, it's no good. Could you imagine? Did does Gus handle the Christmas tree well? Uh, he does. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. try to attack it. No, no, he's good. He he t- attacks the television. What do you mean he attacks? He, if there's a dog on television, he, he can loses see his, TV. Yes, really, he loses. I always his heard mind. that dogs couldn't see television. Well, apparently that's no longer the case. But the, you think these new TVs the the make HD. it easier? Yeah, yeah. He thinks it's a window. So there's a dog on television. He starts barking, and then he runs to the window to see, you know, when the oh. dog goes off screen, he runs to the window to see. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that's cute. So you didn't put a Christmas tree up. I didn't put no. a Christmas tree up. I still might. I, I don't know. Well, I put up my little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah. But, I mean, literally, when I say it's 15 inches, it, it goes right back into the drawer. Well, that's not a tree. It's a... It's a little twig. Yeah. It looks nice. Sure and then I have a smelly candle. Yeah. I like the, the I do like the smell of Christmas trees that uh the pine. The pine yeah. smell. Uh Christmas buddy, there's we, nothing we, like We never Christmas. had a live tree. My entire life I've never, ever, ever, ever had a live yeah. tree. Have you? We have. We haven't for a long time. Yeah. And but these these fake trees are getting ever more Ornate. I mean, the stuff they do to them, and you know, yeah, they light up and they got like yeah. colors in the actual needles and it's stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I hated the tinsel piece. Then we also used to do something leading up to Christmas, John. Uh, my sisters and I. When you're a kid, you're counting down the days to Christmas. Twelve days. There's yeah, twelve but, days to go. Well, do you know what the twelve days of Christmas are? Well, you got the first day, right? Which was a partridge uh, in a pear tree. Okay, what's the second? And then you got the second day. Two turtle doves. Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, the third day, you got the uh, three French hens. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then on the fourth day, you got uh, four calling birds. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, who? The five who, golden rings. Five golden rings. Uh, six are the uh, geese are laying. Uh-huh. Uh, seven are the... Uh, Maids milking? Uh, seven... I don't know what seven swans are swimming. I can't. can't. Yeah, seven swans yeah. swimming. Yeah. Six eight swimming. maids a milking. Yeah, nine ladies dancing. Ten drummers drumming. Ten drummers drum. No, ten what? Lords a leaping. Lords of leaping. Oh, lords a leaping. What the could heck you, is Could that? you imagine old Prince Harry and Prince William yeah, leaping? No, all ten of them. Yeah, I don't like. Eleven that. drummers yeah. drumming. Yeah, yeah. Pipers piping. Pipers piping. And then twelve drummers drumming. Twelve drummers drumming. Huh. Well, we did pretty good. No, we didn't. <laughs> well, we knew most of them. We probably couldn't have redone the song. I've got ornaments for the twelve days of Christmas that go on my tree that's not up. Really? Yes. I got a little drum. I got the little Lord leaping up there. Uh, uh, the, when you come back, one the of the pale. We, when we come back from break, I want to ask you about one of my favorite parts of Christmas. Yes. Uh, well, we'll talk about it when we get back. Right after this, on huh. Camel Wax. This is KMOX News Reporter and Weekend Total Information AM host Brian Kelly. My wife Sue and I would like to wish you the happiest holidays and a great 2022. Happy.
takes did it take the entire staff to sing that together that happy holiday that was before my time buddy yeah we, they've been I playing will. that for a long long time here and uh we don't wish everybody so let's take the opportunity now uh from my family to all of yours uh very happy merry christmas happy holidays happy new year yeah and this is michael kelly half of hancock and kelly and uh for myself well, and to all you people, I want to wish you a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Yeah, but you're not you're not a big Christmas guy, though, Kelly. I, I love Christmas. I, I, I like I don't mind it. It's just I don't I'm not into the hoopla. I'm not into hoopla. the the hoopla. I don't like the buying. So I don't. First of all, I don't want anybody to get me anything. I want nothing. I, I can accommodate that. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's what that'd be about twenty years straight where I've gotten. <laughs> you know, we we've given each other nothing. But we we had that uh, cash in the bank is better than scrap on yeah. the in the floor or the something. Yeah. yeah, and and he has the model train set. Yeah. So we used to set up a train set underneath our tree when, when yeah, I was a too. little kid. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. The Lionel. Yeah, a little Lionel train uh-huh. set. Uh-huh. You don't see those anymore. Yeah. You well, see I mean, you some. see them at cash on the in the bank, right. and, and people have them. People are really into them. You know, I mean, uh-huh. you can buy them at scale, and they look just like the old steam engine. You put the little steam thing, pellet in. Poof, 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 oh, I didn't have that. Oh yeah, that sounds fancy. It was very fancy. Did you and your dad do that together, or did the whole family do it? I don't remember. You don't. Uh, well, I probably wasn't very involved because I'm not very good at that sort of thing. Really? And I'm the baby. I was the baby of the family. So Yeah, you were kind I of unexpected, along, were you not? That was totally unexpected. So by the time I came around, you know, the train was it was on its last uh, wheel, shall we say. Uh-huh. Having older uh, siblings like that, how, how, what what's the age difference between you and your... Jay, my brother, is eight years older than I am. My sister is uh, almost 12 years older. So were they helpful to you? Like, did they, did, well, they were your parents, like, they, done they moved, being parents? They moved out and let me have my own bedroom. That, yeah. was, uh, that was nice. That's nice. So, well, I was the only boy, so that was never a crisis. Right. I always had my own bedroom. Yeah. No, um, was, uh, they're great. And as adults, it's really cool because, uh, and you know, mom and dad are both gone now. So it's just the three of us uh, for the, you know, for that that little nuclear family from way back when in Berkeley, Missouri. Yeah, with your uh, train set. And did you guys have a fireplace? Not when I was a little kid. We did when we moved out to Creve Coeur. Uh-huh. Uh, we didn't have a fireplace in Berkeley. Yeah, we did have a fire in the backyard once. Darn near burned down the... Yeah. Really? What, <laughs> like on the zoysia grass on or the, what? On the, on the fence back there. Huh. I don't know what happened. So we had a fireplace in the house I grew up in, St. Charles. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved going out and grabbing the wood yeah. and carrying it inside. And then, you know, you you kind of throw one log on there. And then, you know, it, when, there comes a certain age in life where it's kind of fun to be the person who tends to the fire and keeps yes. it going. Yes. And and I was at a friend's house the other night who has a gas fire, uh, you know, fireplace. Right. I don't like those. Well, the fire is always oranger depending on. So if you've got a gas fire fireplace yeah you're thinking to yourself oh wouldn't it be nice to smell the wood and blah 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 if you've got a wood burning fireplace as we do right you think oh man you gotta crinkle the paper you gotta get those little fire starter things yeah and Uh, you have to wait for the fire to go out before you go to bed you're supposed to and uh you you gotta you know you you get your wood there in the crisscross pattern and you start the thing Uh and then you got to keep stoking the wood and it's Typically, when you've got a fire in a fireplace, it means that it's very cold outside. Right. So you got to go outside and get the wood, and it's cold, and then you come back in, and it's fire, and da 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 So people in that situation of life, which I find myself, think, huh, 
I wonder if we converted this sucker to a gas-burning fireplace, I could have a fire every night then. Wouldn't have to worry about it. Interesting. So I live in a building in the West End, so uh, we don't have fireplaces, nor do we have gas fireplaces. Right. But uh, you don't even have a barbecue pit. No, we can't. We yeah. can't. It's it's not a part of the code. Um, so we're not allowed to have get. But no, we have a a community gas grill that we're allowed to use, but it's away from the building. Well, you have to schedule that puppy. No, you just go out there. There's oh. several of them out there. Yeah. I you know I I bought myself one of those old George Foreman you know yeah, outdoor yeah. grills. It was fine, but I um I I was at a friend of mine uh, just down the hall invited me over, and what they had done is they had cut out. A hole in the wall, right where underneath the television, where a where a fireplace would typically be in a regular house. Yeah, and I said, "Well, I didn't know that we could have fireplaces." And they said, "Oh, that's not a fireplace; that's an electric fireplace." I said, "What?" So they have these fireplaces now that you can put into a wall. I don't know that it's a fireplace, you know, you know, but it it looks like a fireplace. Yeah. And it looks like real fire coming out of there. I don't know if it's a TV screen or if it's. Some type of... Uh, little flames dancing out there. Yes, it has flames dancing and it puts out a little heat. Huh. So I thought, well, wouldn't that be nice? And then I'm like, well, you know what? It doesn't even really get that cold anymore in St. Louis. I mean, obviously we have a couple of months where it gets cold, but do I want to go through all the rigmarole to put in a fake fireplace that's electric that doesn't even put no, in the heat? You know, because you don't like stuff. Well, yeah, and I don't even like the gas fireplaces because, it, you know, it doesn't even... Uh, gas fireplaces do not put out heat to me. I don't feel like they put out heat. Yeah, well, I mean, they do. You got to be right up on them. But uh, now we also have the fire pit on the patio. No, that's nice. That is nice. So yeah. we got that. We got that sucker going. Now, when uh, you, th- how often do you do that? A couple times a year? Oh, several times. Do several you ever times. go out there and uh, roast your weenies or? Uh, oh, uh, well, I roasted uh, a weenie or two out there. What yes. about uh, what do they call it? Marshmallows? Do yeah, you ever do the marshmallows and s'mores? Yeah. And yeah. S'mores? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. It is nice. That's All what right. you do. Well, yeah. maybe sometime you could invite me out there. I'd <laughs> like to eat some s'mores. <laughs> Buddy, you've got an open invitation, which yeah. is a great Santana tune, by the way. Really? But, yes. You have an open invitation anytime you want to come out. You didn't come out and eat my pastizo I made the other day. No, I, I passed on that. It was so, phenomenal. What, what, I don't like to talk. This pastizo I made was What is pastizo? It's Greek lasagna, basically. All right. How do you make it? Well, so you got your noodles. So you got a layer of uh, noodles. Now I used ziti. Uh, ziti? Yeah, pasta. Kind of like a like a like a macaroni and cheese noodle. It's sort of, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a Greek noodle that's the length of the pan that's uh-huh. got a tubular with a hole through it, you know. Uh-huh. But I, they didn't have that where I went to shop. So, so you put a layer of the. Do pasta you boil down. that pasta first, you or boil is pasta, it? a little salt, uh-huh. uh, a little butter, uh, then you then you. Mix it with some crumbled feta cheese. Feta. And uh, you mix it around there, and then you lay that, and that's the base of the— Okay. Then, then you got the meat sauce. Okay. Uh, which has got meat in it and the tomato paste. And Is it beef or is it lamb? Because I know beef. Greeks like lamb, right? Yeah, no, this is beef. Okay. And uh, so you get some tomato paste. You got your crushed tomatoes. You put uh, some cinnamon in there, or uh-huh. cinnamon stick, a couple uh-huh. of bay leaves in there. Uh, and you get that all to simmering to a boil there. You throw some other stuff in there, too. And, uh, and of course, it's got the garlic and red onion minced up nice. in there. Oh, it's nice. So, and then it's just, it just all my And then you make the bechamel sauce. The what sauce? The bechamel sauce. All right, explain what that so, is. And could you say it in English? It's bechamel, buddy. Okay, bechamel. So you, you got the, so <clears throat> you throw some uh, butter in there. Uh-huh. And then you get a little flour going. Uh-huh. And then you pour your milk in. 
butter and, and, and flour in a and, skillet and you in a pan and in a you're pan. whisking that all whisk 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 and then then you add the rest of the milk whisk 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 and you got to whisk because this and it, what It'll it does thicken. is it thickens right and it's uh, reducing it is reducing and yeah. then so you throw um, you throw some cheese in there Okay, what feta? Uh, I use Parmesan. You can substitute. Oh, and so Parmesan cheese, and uh, there's some little nutmeg goes in there. Ooh, yeah, yeah. nutmeg. Now, yeah, I'm telling you, you mix this up, and then you it pours over the meat sauce. So, so there's three, not a red sauce; it's a white sauce. No, the bechamel is white. The, uh-huh. the meat, the meat sauce is red because it's got tomatoes in it. Okay. Um, so you you got your pasta, the meat sauce, and the bechamel sauce in, sitting on top of each other. It was phenomenal. And then you bake it, what, for 20 minutes An or hour. so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then does it is scoop out just like an Italian lasagna? Yes, it does. Really? Yes, it does. And does it hold? Because, you know, much lasagna better. is great. It holds much better. Sometimes the next day. Uh, it yeah. even holds oh, even yeah. better. You know, than I, in fact, I had a piece for lunch today. It was outstanding. Really? Yeah. Well, good for you. I know. I know. Well, uh, I, I I love to cook, but boy, you know it's hard cooking for just one person. Who's eating all that food out there with you? Well, nobody right now. <laughs> yeah, you know. so, so hence you're going to be eating. What did you call it? Pastizzo. Pastizzo for the next what week? No, no, I've, there's only like two pieces left, and and they may be gone by the time I get home tonight. Who knows? Yeah. If I, well, oh, why are the youngsters coming by the yeah, house? They do. They do. Uh, who can blame them? Yeah. Do, do they do they learn how to cook the Greek food as uh, well? My daughter has, yeah. 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 Now, my favorite Greek dish, and I don't know that it's specific to Greek, but my friend Vanessa, who's Greek, makes it, are those lollipop uh, lamb lamb uh, lamb chops, lamb chops, yeah. but they're like little lollipops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She cooks them in yeah. like a lemon, right? Some type of lemon yeah, juice. Yeah. Holy Put a little cow. mint sauce on there. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good. Yeah, it is really good. Oh, lamb chops are the best. Well, he's Michael Kelly. I'm John Hancock. All these prices are going up. We may have a solution for you. That's next on KMOX. Carol Daniel here. My wish for you this holiday season is time with your loved ones and a life filled with joy and peace. From my family to yours, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays from KMOX. So yesterday, it's Hancock and Kelly late night. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back with you on Friday morning as well at 8.30-something for our regular gig. And uh, for the foreseeable future, Monday nights here from 8 to 10, late night with Hancock and Kelly. Occasionally, KMOX gets the Monday night football game, and and we get get the night off. We get the night off. So I was going to meet you downtown yesterday and filled up my gas tank. Yeah. $62. $62. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's $62. absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and, this this inflation is devastating. Yeah, so while I'm sitting there pumping my gas, I'm, you know, doing what every red-blooded American does, right, which is looking at my phone. Yeah. And on my phone, there's an advertisement for want to get away. Yeah. $59. And I'm th- sitting there thinking, wait a minute. It's $60 for me to fill up my gas tank. And for a dollar less, you can get on the airplane. And I could uh, fly somewhere yeah. and get the heck out of here. But you got to take the, that's a special rate. You know, you have to take yeah. you know, whatever you get. You got to fly on the wing. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's they Pay say for $59, but it's not really. $59. But still, but, flights yeah. have remained rather, yeah. rather yeah. affordable. Yeah, I don't think it'll last long because of the fuel prices are up, obviously. And, um, 
so we will see what happens. But the the food prices, the just, and the thing about inflation that is just horrible is how it impacts the poorest among us. Mm-hmm. Because you know somebody in your tax bracket, Kelly, you could absorb a little oh, inflation. Okay, okay. Uh, but I mean, the folks that are living paycheck to paycheck, their wages aren't going up at this rate. And, you know, and you've got to have food to live. You've got to have shelter to live. And these things keep getting more and more expensive. And it's a vicious cycle inflation is. I lived through it as a youngster back in the 1970s before your time. But isn't it almost um, something that the law of economics says will happen? You can't do the things that we've done um, over the last three decades, um, two decades, uh, and, and not have, you know, an, uh, virtually no inflation throughout that time with all the spigots on, a day of reckoning is going to come, you know? Yeah, the supply chain situation has exacerbated things, but then we've injected all this demand stimulus into the economy too. And you're right, the, all of the artificial whatever that has been spigots. pumped into yeah. the economy – uh, by the Fed uh, is is not been particularly helpful in this regard, and so we're now living the the consequences of this. And I don't know that there's an endpoint in sight. You know, the president says it's going to get better, and then uh, I'm not so sure. How, how much do presidents actually affect inflation? Well, public policy does. I, I think you think the spending, and I'm not going to lay it all at Biden's feet. Well, you can't because, because right. we did quantitative easing, we did tax cuts, we did injection of money under president after president. This isn't specific to just this president. Right. In in the pandemic relief checks that went out were, you know, massive. And, you know, you think about all the money that was handed out to people, but think of all the businesses that got you know, restaurant industry, mega, yeah. mega millions of dollars handed out to the rest all over the country. Uh, the airlines, well, and uh, massive amounts of government. One of the articles I was reading this morning when I was waking up on, I think it was on the Drudge Report, talked about how uh, so much uh, more than ever in the history of uh, the stock market, companies are buying back their own stock. Mm-hmm. So at a time when they're raising prices... And, you know, they're cutting workers. They're buying back their own stock. Well, nobody's cutting workers and, now. And they're getting money from the feds. Yeah, nobody's so, cutting but workers But, I mean, now. you just I, – I know that we often like to say, oh, well, you know, like we're handing out dollars and this is communism and socialism. But we never really reflect on what happens when it comes to corporations because they, too, have lived through this. They, too, have experienced the injection of money from the federal government. They, too, were supposed to be out there allocating this money to their employers and keeping prices low. And what do they do? They go back and buy back their own stock. Why? Because that's going to do the best for them. Well, for their for their shareholders. And um, and that's a fiduciary responsibility of a corporation is to take good care of their shareholders. So I don't begrudge them that. And, you know, all this talk about taxing corporations, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's just a tax on us. I mean, if if the corporation is going to pay that tax, it, you know the prices of their goods and services. Well, I don't go know up. how does Elon Musk in the in the span of a decade go from being worth two hundred million dollars to two hundred seventy six billion dollars. I don't know. That's a very good. I, I really I don't know enough how about Elon Musk. How does Jeff Bezos go there? How well, does Amazon, all, all of these folks? Amazon just was. You know, ridiculous. we've seen the wealthiest of wealthy get unbelievably. Wealthy in the midst of this pandemic. And I get it. You know, you put all this money into the economy, everybody's going to go out. They're going to spend it on Amazon. Jeff Bezos is going to get it. Right. 
Uh, you know, you're going to go to the grocery stores. The people who own grocery stores are going to get it. The, you know, you're going to buy cars, blah, blah, blah. And the, the process feeds on itself. Mm-hmm. But we don't ever want to have a moment of reckoning with those who, at the top, we say, well, I don't begrudge them that at all. That's what they're supposed to be able there to do. But shouldn't they pay their fair share? Well, the— they do. Uh, the the people that are earning the money at the top of the corporations are paying are paying taxes. So, you know, the question is, does the corporation itself should it be taxed at some high rate? And sure, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But but aren't real, they paying taxes in other countries? Realize in some. Yeah. Well, in the socialist countries, they certainly are. You consider Germany uh, socialist? It's very teetering close, yes. Yes. There's so there's a lot of government involvement in that economy. Well, there's a, a lot, lot of government involvement in Western this economy, uh, Yes, John. there is. Yes, there is. I mean, one-third of our economy is health care, and that's pretty much paid for by you and I. And it's mostly nonprofit, which yeah. is another whole sector out there, you know, the nonprofit sector. You know, well, I mean, uh, we see the hospitals. You know, they're not just... Building stuff for building's sake, they're they're not for profits. They're still out there run by nuns, right? Well, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there is even when the economy is in the tank, you see, you know, hospitals are building stuff. You know, yeah, the cranes are out. Universities are too. And and then we've had a lot of development in downtown St. Louis too. You think of this next wave of Ballpark Village? That's been awesome. Yeah, it has. And the building going Cortex, up in the central that's west end, in Cortex. So you know. Yeah. Um, Construction's everywhere. It is. So, John, uh, yes. when we come back in the next hour, I want to talk to you about Christopher Wallace. Chris, Chris Wallace. Yeah, he that comes was a on, shocker yeah, yesterday. Yeah, he comes on after you and I yeah. on Fox 2 here in St. Louis. So the Hancock and Kelly are at 830. Uh, and then we have Fox News Sunday immediately after that. Well, Chris Wallace announced this week that he will be leaving, leaving. immediately. Yeah. Uh, and it's really quite shocking and has put ripples into the media community. We'll talk about it after this on KMOX in the news. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 